0: Welcome to The New Monks. This podcast is dedicated to those of us on the journey of evolution. Through these episodes, we will dive into the lives of individual people and discover what they have learned and how they have handled their growth. In this episode, Bilkis talks to us about how bullying and adversity inspired her to create a social enterprise which defies gender stereotypes in programs at schools. How depression led to this big shift from working in the city into transferring her career path and finding her purpose and figuring out exactly what she wanted to do and going against the grain of what society and family structures implement in us
1: thanks for joining thank you for having me
0: okay so usually how we start yeah as if you can just take a few deep breaths
1: in and let it out, and let it out. okay
0: And okay. if you can just tell us how
1: you're feeling right now. That was actually quite good. That helped me. Yeah? Yeah, the tension here is gone. Oh, I nice. know. I know. I woke up with that. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Which wasn't a good look. So I think I slept funny. But that was good.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. So thank you.
0: That's okay. Okay. So yeah, how are you feeling?
1: What, today? Or in just generally in life? Just... Yeah, right now. <laughs> I would say quite calm, mixed with a little bit of anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I know that sounds like a contradiction, but it's kind of like waves, isn't it? So sometimes you feel over, overall, overall you're like, yeah, I've got this. And then sometimes the inner person is like, meh. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, yeah, I think it's a combination of both. Also, I've travelled for an hour on the Bakerloo line, so I'm a little bit, you know, like... <sighs> so I'm glad I'm off the tube. <laughs> it. So, yeah, I think a mixture of, like... Excited, but also anxious. Because I've come back from holiday, I've got a lot to do, mm. and I've been trying to, like, pace myself, not overwhelm myself. Because mm. that can get really easy to do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you wake up and you're like, I've got to do this, 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 this. And then you're like, ah, and then you kind of short-circuit. Yeah. So I'm trying to, like, get up. Sorry, I'm moving. (laughs) Trying to get up early in the morning and, like, not forcing myself. Like, listening to my body, but also getting up early so I can do things. Like, just get more done. But stuff that I want to do, not just forcing myself to do you know how people are like I have to go to the gym in the morning and then I need to do this and then I've got to have an a, 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 acai bowl before, <laughs> before the sun rises you know what I mean and you're like it's stressful yeah it's hard it, that's stressful in itself when yeah. you're like mental well-being and then you're like but I need to do this this and this and Instagram doesn't help does it
0: because yeah. you're
1: like oh this woman's been at the gym for yeah. 30 minutes and, the, and she's posting with her like amazing body and you're like should I be doing that at 6.30 in the morning in Chiswick right now oh my god oh my god I have just woken up and I've forgotten to take my bra off. So that's all I've achieved today. Um, So I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been getting up earlier, so I'm really happy. And I'm kind of just reclaiming that time for reading, for me, pacing myself. So one of my friends gave me a bracelet and I loved it. And it's an Oprah Winfrey quote and it's running my own race. And I love that. So whenever I get, like, flummoxed or I'm like... (gasps) I will just go back to that and be like, don't compare yourself to others. Yeah. So what if someone's doing X over here? Like, you're doing your own thing. And I'm setting something up from the ground. Mm. So that takes time. Mm. Um, and resilience and dedication. But it's something I'm passionate about.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I've left the city to do that, right? So I know that that's my purpose. And that's what I'm trying to do with my mornings, is using that time to be like, I love it. You just talk. There's so much here now. Yeah, like, there is. is cool. I know. I, I just. But <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's really cool. But yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Today wasn't the best day. But usually, so I got up at eight, which is late. But is it late? Like, who's telling us that? Run your own race. But but exactly, but I f- woke up feeling guilty. But it's because I, I was anxious and I wasn't sleeping properly and I'm thinking about all the things I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, don't feel guilt. What a waste of energy and the most annoying, wasteful emotion. It mm-hmm. doesn't achieve anything. Yeah. So I just got up, had a nice breakfast, came over to you. Got my yeah. book. So you've you've started your own thing now, so you have basically more
0: time in your day that you determine what you do yes and how do you yeah how do you find your own place within that because i guess sometimes you can put a lot of pressure on yourself
1: yeah yeah i love that you're like yeah um i recently watched a documentary with about ruth bader ginsburg and she is like one of my up there's like i love her And she's a phenomenal, incredible woman. And um, she inspired me and she spoke about um, for anything to be a big societal shift or any change, it takes time. And humans, she doesn't say this, but this is from my own, you know, like reading. Humans are scared or frightened of change. It freaks us out. We would rather do something that we are just doing it again comfortable we're getting a bit bored but we know what it is like pushing those boundaries um is just a bit like what the hell is going on and people don't like doing it they would rather just be in their comfort zone
0: yeah
1: um and for me it's that like taking each day as it comes remembering what my vision and my purpose of you know my mission my mission my mission is and it's to help those children out there that need it and make it a world a little bit of a better place. And um, it's really important, it sounds like a cliche, but to do something that you truly believe in. Mm. Because even when things waver and they do, we're only human, right? When you're like, ah, freaking out or having a moment. Because you're on your own. You don't have a corporate around you. Um, it's really important to like be centred and like, grounded in that. And that for me is like making sure that gender stereotypes aren't carried on so that the next generation are limited in their choices or young kids are thinking, I can only do this. I can only do this. Oh, you're a girl or you're a boy. Everybody in between's included to be truly diverse and inclusive in everything has to start from there. And that's that's something that I mm. truly believe in. And that's what helps me every day. So if I'm Mm. like freaking out and you're like no 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 go back Mm. and I'll see those kids' faces and their smiles and especially after like we're piloting post pilot like we've got you know loads of kids before saying oh university is for boys and now they're like I could go to university and you're like wow Mm. and that is like quite emotional yeah it's a lot of heart and soul but I care about those kids I call them my kids because there's 60 of them and they're my children Um, and it's that like I would rather be doing that and even though it's pushing boundaries and it's scary at times I'd rather be doing that than being in like constricting myself
0: yeah so basically what you're doing now you've started a charity right
1: yes I have social enterprise yes Uh, not for profit social enterprise called UBU yeah. Our uh, vision is that we we're inspiring young children in their limitless choices beyond their gender, te- um, particularly beyond their gender stereotypes. But it's intersectional. So what we mean by that is we're working with communities that are white working class, black, traveling communities. Those communities that are usually overlooked. Yeah. Because for any change, like there's no point selling all of this stuff and speaking to people that already have bought into this change it's got to be it's got to for big societal change to happen long lasting we have to think about everyone and that's important in terms of diversity and inclusion yeah um and I come from a Bangladeshi Muslim background and you can't overlook that right you can't think about not encompass or embrace those Muslim girls that need role models too like they all do. All kids do. Yeah. People do. Not kids. Everyone does.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's that. It's making sure that that is like a my passion. I wish I had it when I was a girl. And like now you've got the likes of like Mindy Kaling. I love her. I wish I had her when I was a kid. But I'm like, wow. I would never have thought I could have been a writer. Do you know what I mean? When I was yeah, a kid, yeah, like yeah. you don't think about that. Yeah. I just watched she's got all, she's got, she's all that, she's or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like, all of that stuff. And you. And I never saw people that looked like me. And, again, like, for me and what I did, I was an anomaly.
0: Yeah.
1: So I studied philosophy. I think I was one of the only few women of colour, I think one of two, In in my, like, university.
0: Yeah.
1: Then I studied law. Okay, there's quite a few lawyers, but female partners or female like in the corporate world like right to the top there's not a lot um and that again made inspired me to do this and i was like i could either be doing this and unhappy or go and like pursue something that is so important to me and i'm passionate about yeah um and then i just went and did it just pulled the ripcord that's amazing i love that yeah, some people, some, some people thought I was having a breakdown. Yeah, of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was like, um, do you want me to call the employee assistance helpline? And I was like, no, I'm, I've am i got this. Like, no, I'm cool. When you're leaving, like, it's a... It's a... Commu- like, people are just doing the same thing and going on the conveyor belt. The conveyor belt. It's the conveyor <laughs> belt. And you're going around and you're like, ah, oh. And it's that. It's like, and then I'm the person that's like, I don't want to be on this conveyor yeah. belt. Can we just press emergency stop? And, and it's like, like, what's happening? She's like, not want to be on the conveyor belt. Oh my God. And it's that. Like, um she's like, you know, it's like 1984, the novel. Yeah. Have you read that book? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's that, like... Stop stopped taking my pills. didn't Did want to be on the conveyor belt. Yeah. So what happened? So
0: you were working in the city.
1: I was working in the city and... I was a consultant, right? Or yeah, I was working in the city. I'm not going to... Going into details. Not going to go into details, but I was in the city and I was just tired. Didn't have a lot of time for my family and my friends and most importantly, me. And there is... We're only got, we've only we only got to the stage where mental health is actually spoken about, but it's not seen as, oh, you're a crazy person. Even when I was depressed, talking about it was a little bit of a taboo, and it was a bit like, you're depressed, oh, my God, there's something wrong with her. And there is always this analogy that everyone uses, and I, I do love it because it works. People will stop if you've got a broken arm. They'll be like, oh. But depression, it's like, oh, she's sad. And it's like, no, 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 no it's not a sadness it it could be anything it's a trauma mine was a mine was a trauma from childhood right and it's that like you it's a trap so it not only stops you from talking about it because you're ashamed and the shame about it a shame is just so we're all shrouded in shame and I can't talk about it because it's shameful someone else doesn't want to talk about it because it's awkward and shameful and it's it's that perpetual cycle because then you feel alone then you get more depressed then you don't talk about it even more and it's that vicious cycle and I think right now it's getting to a stage where people talk about it Mm. and that's important and I remember like when one step one and I remember you know even my brother doctor was depressed suicidal sad and didn't talk about it I heard recently that apparently that happens a lot with doctors yeah, and they don't talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, we're failing our... And it starts from a young Ourself, age. Man. Yeah, we're failing ourselves. Like, it starts from a young age. You tell boys, like, oh, boys will yeah. be boys. Don't cry. Yeah, don't yeah, be yeah. a girl. Don't feel, man. Don't feel. And you're like, what? Like, we're humans. Yeah. Like... We are humans. Communication and feeling is what, like... It's who we are. It's who we are. Yeah. And we can communicate way more elaborately. I mean... Some people might question me, but more elabor- elaborately than I don't know foxes. Maybe David Attenborough is going to be like, no, actually, there's like sonic waves. Bill, Kiss. you're an idiot. But we we have the we have the ability to communicate with yeah. one another and connect, yeah. and it's um, so amazing that in this ever more connected world, we are way more. Um, isolated and apart than ever
0: yeah it's like we're dissociating ourselves from
1: ourselves yeah Uh, yeah, and mental health like social media like i was away in mexico and this couple uh, like i had to check myself with my own mental health because i'm still like you know still yeah coming out of it and like anxiety and depression it's something that everyone should talk about one in four people suffer from it i agree there's nothing wrong with it at all it's yeah. uh you could be facing a trauma it's actually your strength to come out to the other side
0: yeah i think um, also when you when you can
1: talk about it that's you also processing dealing with it it's, you oh know. my god i couldn't have put that better yeah. the more you talk about it the were like the a the more you talk about it the better it gets and it loses its power yeah it's hold of so, you so mm. that sh- i i see i see like it as a little person do you know what I mean? Like the trauma or the shame. Like it loses its power. It's the same with OCD. Um, and I've got slight OCD. Um, I do have OCD. And again, people should talk about it because people think, Oh, you got OCD a bit weird and it's like, no. Um, and it's it's it comes through it comes we should talk about it more. Yeah. It's more than depression is more than feeling sad. OCD is more than counting to three every time yeah. you leave the house. Like, it's a way of coping and if we talk about it more it just loses its power yeah it's not so gonna so... have the power of you yeah so how long were you working in the city three and a half years okay. yeah good solid no actually five years wow. i lie yeah i thought it was longer <laughs> yeah, was yeah. Five, years. five and a half years okay it was way longer yeah <laughs> i'm clearly just like <laughs> and the okay. thing is there's nothing wrong with the city right if, uh, you know, I know loads of people that are successful that are amazing that are working in the city it's about creating safe spaces and communities and environments for those people mm. everywhere and making sure that people are genuinely included that mm. corporations are genuinely diverse and cared for and cared for exactly yeah. and people if they're struggling at work like we're in a, com- a society where it's like FaceTime like you work until you kill yourself Yes. Yeah, you true. Work fast, Work, 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 work. And someone told me nine to five, interesting fact for y'all, nine to five um, was made up because it was to do with factory times. So it's to do with the sun, when the sun sets and the sun rises. Yeah. And you don't need to work those, like, all of those hours. No, because you stop, let's be honest, you stop being productive after a bit, right? Yeah. Sometimes like, you're sitting at work and you're just going, yeah. not really. <laughs> yeah, like Sweden did six hour, they trialed six hour days yeah. and they found people were more productive, you better mental health because you get to spend more time with your family, yeah. like your uh, friends, yourself, importantly. Um, it's all of that. So, yeah, I did, I worked in the city for six years. Six and a half, about that. <laughs> Good luck, man. I'm just like condensing, <sighs> aren't I? Uh, six years
0: yeah and so then at one point you just it all got
1: a bit too much and yeah do you know what it boils down to can you talk us through that being sorry <laughs> no sorry. um being a child of an immigrant and I think I'm using my personal experiences obviously and this isn't a caveat for all um it's just what my experiences are Um success is defined for you from a young age. Like my parents didn't have education. They're Bangladeshi, like they grew they they grew up in a village, like and then they moved over here and they had very rudimentary, like basic education. Obviously, my dad is one of the most intelligent men I've ever met in my life. Um and he didn't go to university. I'll come back to that. Um, and my mum went back to university at 17. And Success is education. When you come from an immigrant background, because you're not... Because our parents didn't have education at their fingertips, Mm. it's seen as so important because it's a way to progress. To get out of, yeah. To get out of the cycle of poverty, of social... Like, sadly, in England, there is a class system and we're obsessed with it. And it's to get out of that. Because you you need that network or know, unknown whoever it is down the road big who's a producer who can help you with this xyz it is sadly like that and that's what a i want to break with my work like break those like class divides and like just get role models and mentors everywhere so everyone every kid can see it Mm. but also that from a young age success was defined i'm doing it in a roundabout way but i'm answering your question success was predefined so i thought being successful was um Asians love to become lawyer we love lawyers we love accounting and we love doctoring we love medicine um so actually my mum tried to convince my brother not to go into medicine because we've got so many medics in our family which is cool but I mean art and drama in my asian community in my specific asian community it's like no you don't do that you do doctor lawyer whatever it is so for me success was predefined into those little boxes so that's why i was like i need to do this and then i need to go to law school then i'll become a lawyer i did like legal research for a bit didn't like it did um legal recruitment for a bit didn't like and i was like i don't want to be in the law and then i was like right i need to work in the city and be successful so that's why i went for those jobs yeah um and you know there's nothing against those jobs but it wasn't for me Mm -hmm. and i think the lesson there is forcing yourself Mm. to be something that you're not and that's how Okay, and that was happening that was happening to me and that's why i was getting depressed and that's why i was getting sad and anxious like i didn't want to I, I wanted to do something else and i wasn't pursuing what i wanted to do i was pursuing per, uh, pursuing what the perceived idea of my parents success was to make them happy yeah and i think loads of us feel so true man so true yeah loads of us fall into that trap don't yeah, we Yeah, 100 percent. or society's expectations
0: yeah and we're not given time
1: to actually think what,
0: what do you want to do <laughs>
1: <laughs> like what, what do you like yeah Huh. Actually, um, I love children. Yeah, so what are you doing in a corporate department where there isn't one kid? Yeah. Like, w- what are you doing? And mm. it's that that made me be like, I can either stay in this mm. and it's not for me and I'm going to be really like sad for me, or I can leave and do something that A, I care about, but B, i find so important and fascinating loads of people say oh it's interesting and it's like no it's important yeah because yeah. When, <laughs> it's not interesting it's important it's happening now like i'm interviewing five-year-olds and there's five one boy said if i'm sad i'd rather punch a tree than talk about it and he's five and he shouldn't be saying things yeah, like that yeah, yeah yeah it's education it's important yeah, it's, it's empowering important. it's important it's not just interesting i was i was what seven and i loved football And I got severely bullied. So I got not only racism, but bullied for wanting to play football. Like the boys didn't want me to play and the girls thought I was weird because I was a tomboy, whatever that means. And that's also another, like, that's a trauma that I've held throughout.
0: Mm. And that's also
1: a catalyst Mm. for me to do this stuff. Mm. And I was like, no, I could have been an amazing professional footballer. It's actually quite good. I yeah. mean I was seven, but yeah. but I was quite good and I had to give it up. And do you yeah. know what I ended up having to do? Yeah. The calm Mel B in the Spice Girls. Oh like my You Lord. know that routine in there? <laughs> I had to become Mel B. I mean I love Mel B. But a, I was the only <laughs> Don't brown get me wrong. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Queen. But I was the only brown like one of the few brown kids and that's it, right? It's a stereotype. Like, you're the brown kid, so you can be yeah. Mel B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also quite, you know, like outspoken so that's scary because if you're a woman and you're outspoken or a girl and you're outspoken then it's not very girly or is it a bit <laughs> bit out there a bit scary oh. <laughs> scary spice and you're like, oh, talking about that i love football so yeah so how long did it take for this whole
0: transition and how did it happen for you to realize actually i need to get out of here
1: I think when I got signed off again, and it was becoming a cycle. Um, and when you got, when, what does it mean you, to get signed off? I signed off at work from yeah. depression when I got depressed again, okay. um, and I tried another like different kind of um, company, and I was just like similar but different, um, and I was just like no, no. <laughs> um, at, j- just because it's it's not for me. Yeah um and i was forcing myself yeah and these organizations are doing loads for loads of people and people love it i've got friends that work there and it's again nothing against them but it wasn't for me and it was me forcing my ideal of what success was so being in a really big city job and it is for loads of people earning loads of money happiness lies in being really thin and you're like okay, these are all the things I need to be doing and it's quite stressful, right? And I think that was for, enough for me. I was like, I'm not following my own gut and yeah. my instincts yeah. and I care about people yeah. and I want to help people directly impact them. Yeah. So not indirectly, I want to be working directly yeah. with helping children Yeah. from the Bangladeshi community, from the working class community... Um, from the Afro-Caribbean community. Like, I want to do that. And that's when it just, A, shifted for me, but B, it was a BBC News article. Okay. And it was around gender stereotypes, and they were being, well, the research showed that by the time girls are six, they already feel less intelligent. They believe that they're less intelligent than boys. And you're like, wow, okay. So I then Googled up the scientists that did the whole... Um, I talked to him on Science Journal and Skyped him. And I was like, this has inspired me. It just made me literally take me back to the playground where I was bullied. And Mm. I was like... And I remember thinking, there must be things that we're doing at schools now where you can just do whatever and you can play football if you want to play football, regardless of whatever gender you are. Like, Mm. there must be. No. And it's not enough. Mm. And if you're still... I mean, we've interviewed 60 kids and if the theme on the whole is still, and before the pilot is, no, there are some jobs for girls and some jobs for boys. And you're like, okay, can we have examples? And they're like, a police man is a man's job because men keep things safe. And you're like, this is coming out at five. Mm. So we need to keep reinforcing it. Yeah. It needs to start. So that was the trigger for me. I read the article and then I went to bed. And you know when you're like, I've never had this feeling where... Love it. I had I had Love excitement, yeah yeah yeah. I was like, and then it just went ding, and mm. like yeah 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 in a sleep, and then U B U, um spelled properly, shameless blog, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um uh, came to me in a dream. Wow. Yeah, the bro. idea just came to me in a dream. Oh. So I went to I read the article and I was buzzing. Yes.
0: Okay. You know when you're just okay. like
1: palpitations and you're like, I'm reading, I have to do something about yes. this. I have to speak to the scientist who's done this yes. research. I need to Skype him. Yeah. And I remember it was Halloween and I had to Skype him and I thought it wasn't going to be with a video and then he put his video on and I was dressed in my Halloween costume and I had to put the video on and I was like... <gasps> I mean, I wasn't full Halloween, but I was like dark goth lip and I was like... <laughs> Okay, we're talking about something serious. Um, Love it, but it was that, and I just, I just thought this is, I, I have to do this. I have to make sure that what happened to me or my, or my friends when we were kids doesn't ever happen again. Love and that. like the next generation,
0: yeah. Like
1: no, I don't want girls, boys, everybody in between to be like you're that, you're this, you're you're black and a boy, or you're brown and a boy, or you're white and transgender or you're brown and trans i don't want any of that because if it's happening at five no wonder we're obsessed with brexit and the other and we're scared of everyone and we try and like break everyone into different little groups and like i i I can't stand that it's too much it's like we're all we're all the same we're human, like, come on. Like, so true. Do you remember post-Brexit? And, uh, yeah. Do you remember on the train? What uh, happened yeah. and they made me cry? Yeah. Yeah, it's that stuff. And you're like, whoa, people are allowed to express themselves to give everybody else in this <laughs> the backstory. Yeah, if you say, do you want to talk. Yeah, like, after Brexit, I was scared to leave London because that's that's predominantly where all the votes for Brexit were coming Mm. from London was remain predominantly remain and it's scary right for me as a brown woman you too you must get it like I was a bit scared and I'm allowed to say to my friend on the train I'm a bit scared like we should just be a bit careful and then that that couple the middle aged white couple that Mm. were like we're not racist and then they made me cry and then they shouted at me for saying that and it was just a bit weird it was mm. like whoa 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 mm. i'm just saying to my other woman of color friend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can we be careful because like i'm just a bit anxious and i'm allowed to feel that anxiety yeah that's so true you are yeah. i'm allowed to feel that anxiety yeah. because my parents have had racism been called a packy had bricks thrown through the windows like you carry that trauma. I remember walking with my grandma when I was a kid and these ki- the group of 10 hoodie boys being like, you're, you're packy and you're like, I was 10 and I was holding to my grandma and she's disabled and you're like, oh my God, they're going to kill her. And you take those traumas and you're like... You take them on. You then. take them on. You're 10. You're scared for your grandma. Mm. And there's 10, 15-year-old boys. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying all 10, 15-year-old hoodie boys are going to do that, but in this case... When they're screaming Paki at your grandma and you're like, going to mm. die.
0: Yeah, man. I'm
1: 10. So um, it's that sort of, like, I don't... I want a world... And I think it's topical at the moment. Everyone's doing this. And not everyone, but lots of people are talking about diversity and inclusion and working uh, even gender stereotypes in the early education space and it's so important. And, like, I started this two years ago and it is something that I'm now committing my career and life to because... It's going to take time because it's a long societal change. Yeah. And for us, it's working with the Muslim communities, working with the communities that often often are overlooked.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so what, just back to the story, what happened after you had the Skype with the... With the with scientists? The, yeah. Um, he was just like, this is exactly basically i said to him he just gave you me the message <laughs> yeah i was like this is inspiring and this is what i want to do yeah i want to take your research your academic academia yeah and make it into a practical, practical yeah in not i hate using intervention but initiative yeah where we're directly impacting communities those kids because there's a difference between talking about doing stuff and being like oh i agree 100 <sighs> so many people are talking
0: about doing stuff but well, actually, and it's not just about doing stuff, it's also like creating a space where people can learn and people can actually change because yeah. not many people
1: are doing that. No, <laughs> I mean, I preach. <laughs> and also, like, it's also, like, <laughs> little uh, little tiny wave, but it's also about um, having genuine diversity and inclusion you need to think about the people in the room i've gone to conferences and or the irony is one diversity and inclusion um, event i'm not going to name names was hosted by a charity and um guess how much a ticket was to the diversity and inclusion event 400 pounds for the day so that's not diverse and inclusive you're only going to get one demographic you're not going to get all the numbers Mm -hmm. you know you're not going to get the likes, I mean, I can't afford that. You're not going to get most people. A yeah. lot of people couldn't afford that. Yeah. So you're you're getting the same voices around the yeah. table. And again, you can't have a conversation about feminism or anything without thinking about colour, yeah. less abled people. Yeah, of course. Like, you've you got you can't think... just focus on one. No, yeah. and you, you go through the world, you're compounded with different elements that you face. Like, True, no. I'm a woman of colour. I used to be working class like you know but I still haven't let go of that but I can't really be like oh I'm still working class like I'm not but I'm grateful to my parents for for showing like helping me navigate a system where classes it shouldn't even be a thing but let's not that's another podcast So what, what did the um, scientist say to you when you... He was like, oh, my God, that was my really bad American accent. He's going to kill me. I do actually need to speak to him soon. And um, he was like, this is exactly why I've done the science. Oh. He was like, this is why I've done the research. I want people like you to take it and take wow. it into your communities. That was, that was literally such a direct message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said there were other... Uh, he was like, two other people have got in touch with me. He was like, there's a similar initiative in San Fram. Wow. Um, he was like, not doing what we're doing, because we're, no. like, intersectional, yeah. we're working... I mean, both me and the co- my co-founder, we're from Muslim... We grew up as Muslims, um, and we're she is Pakistani heritage, I'm Bangladeshi, British, she's Pakistani-American. So we've got loads of different elements that we're bringing in. Did you just see me do that? Um, loads of different elements that we're bringing in, and it's that, like... C- Working with those parents. So, one of our schools has um, loads of Polish parents. So, it's working with the Polish parents as well. So, it's not just giving those lessons, but getting those Polish parents yeah. to interact with their kids and talk about life, communities, yeah. emotions, feelings, um, because it's important.
0: Yeah. And so then, basically,
1: after that conversation, you thought, right, this is it, I'm just going to start... I then went and I was like, okay, this is a sign. I was like, this is a sign. And I was just like, I didn't know exactly how how I was going to do it. Of course I didn't. Like, it was two weeks in after I read the article. Like, I'm not... Yeah. Two weeks into... After reading the article, I was just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit my job. Um... And then I was just like, right, got to figure it out. And then just took that massive, but scary, massive, um, but rewarding and exciting leap of faith. I was just like, right, if I'm gonna do it, I have to do it because I can't half do it. Yeah, of course. It's very labour intensive. Yeah, it's labour of love. So Um, you left your job. Left my job, and that was it. Found a part-time gig. Nice. Yeah, because I still, I mean, I got lot of courage, man. I've got bills to pay. <laughs> I got that credit card bill to pay with added interest. So um, <laughs> um, I did actually at the time as well. So I was like, this isn't the smartest idea, yeah. but let's be slightly smart about it. So I got a part time job in a startup. Love it. But the startup failed after three months. No. So I had a call on the Monday, and she, uh, the CA was like, yeah, so uh, we're going to wind up the company. So, so, yeah, it's kind of like you learn to just go with the waves. You kind of have to. And it's different. And it's hard. Sorry, what were you going to say? It's just different to what you were doing before. Oh, yeah, yeah. like job security. Are yeah. like you go in nine okay let's say nine to nine you go in you go out you get your paycheck but you get your paycheck every month do you know what i mean like you got the support of a big company or a small company this is different like this is you on your own and before i found my co-founder it was me against the like me just banging my own ubu drum and being like join me yeah um and that was scary um but i was just like as long as i've got a part-time job so i can pay my rent And you have to limit... You have to change your lifestyle. Yes. Because I was single, um, living in London. You have to change your lifestyle. Um, And you just make those adjustments for things that you... you, That are important. Yeah, yeah. that you're important. And it's, like, done.
0: So I think as, um, as females, we have quite strong intuitions. Just, I think, from what you described, there's a lot of just listening to your gut. Yeah. What what is your like relationship with that and like do you think it's important because I think a lot of people maybe they have this calling and then they don't listen or hmm I don't think it's a
1: female thing yeah I, I actually don't I think it is a societal thing I think that we have we silence ourselves to fit in
0: yeah yeah no sorry everyone,
1: like on. as in
0: as feminine it's we're quite in tuned into our intuition i think in general but anyway what was your question sorry let me answer it just oh uh, yeah like what do you think about following your intuition and how do you uh like interact with that yourself uh but you could talk about this what you're saying anyway societal
1: um i think intuition is a is an amazing thing but It's also scary. (laughs) Um, I just had this feeling and I had to listen to it, otherwise I would burst. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, this is what I care about. This is what I will get out of bed and work every, like, other, you know, hour when I'm not eating or sleeping on it. Um, And I think there's an element of listening to your intuition and going with it but also not going completely the other way because you if i just went with my intuition then i'd just give up my job i'd be doing this full time and i want to but there was a transition period right you've got to also be smart because because yeah, mama got to pay bills like i've got to pay my bills yeah. so so also that is there's an element so for me it was like listen to that intuition but also um, have some structure. Ground it. Yeah, ground it, some structure, so that I can pay... So I've got a roof over my head, so then I can, like, work on my laptop Mm. to do the work. Because, again, if I didn't have the money, then I can't pay my bills, then I can't eat, then I can't nourish my mind, then I can't give to UBU. So it's kind of like a balance. Like, follow your intuition, but also, like, like, yeah, ground yourself in some structure. That's what I would say, because... If you just always go with your gut, yeah, then sometimes, sometimes it gets overwhelming. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, but I, will, I would definitely say like listen to you, like don't silence it because, yeah. and if it keeps coming, yes. definitely don't silence it. Because I think what
0: you were saying, maybe you were going to say, in society, it's it's very common to not listen.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I think, and it's that it's that cookie cutter like yeah. conforming, Yeah. stereotypes, Yeah. conforming. Yeah. As a woman, you've got to be slim, pretty, conform. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. As a man, you've got to be sh- big, strong, whatever, and it's conforming. Yeah. As a woman, you've got to be funny, but not too funny, because then you've <laughs> got to, you can't undermine the guy. Yeah. And then as a man, you've got to be, show your feelings, but not too much feelings, because mm-hmm. then you're like, too yeah, much yeah. and it's that it's those like yeah it's kind of like you know when you DJ and you do that thing with the dials yeah 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 yeah. It's that is not too it's much oh, yeah that that treading I love it it's that all not too much like next time yeah. you DJ you can be like oh <laughs> but it's that and it's like no like if you feel sad you can feel sad yeah. I always tell people the men in my life um show your feelings I tell my dad, I mean, I don't know if it's my dad thing or an Asian thing, but my dad doesn't say, doesn't... Like, he obviously loves me, but he'll mumble. And you're like, do you know what I mean? And you're like... So now I make a point, and I would never, like, say I love you to him either because it was like... And it's awkward, and now I'm, like, on the phone, and I'm like, oh, okay, bye, I love you, and it's that. It's like, come on, we can show each other feelings. You can be sad. You can, like... It's nice to be able to have gone through that opening as well. Yeah. And the other day he was like, yeah, I love you too. And I was like, whoa, I could hear it. Oh, wow. It wasn't like... You know, it's that. And like, we... You know when you grow up and you think your parents have all the answers and they're like, perfect. And then you're like, actually, I can teach stuff to my parents. That's true. That's so true. You can help them to be a better version of themselves. Yeah. Because times change. Yeah. You can say... I mean, it should never have been this in the first place, but... Now you can say I love you if you want. Yeah. To your daughter, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's that. It's um does that answer your question? Was yeah, that yeah, that's like great. go with your gut? I would definitely say like if it keeps coming, like listen, yeah. listen, because the more you suppress, you're suppressing something that's within you. Yeah. And that's how you become isolated, sad, depressed, lonely, yeah. don't eat properly. It, just it's a part of like mental health, right? And looking after yourself. Like, yeah. get a journal. Whatever's in your mind, write it. Draw. Like, if you've got, yeah. I'm gonna start flower arranging. Long story, but I love. I'm starting to love nature. I've always loved it, but again, I've never connected with nature. Or
0: yeah,
1: like a hobby has got to be like the gym, and you do something, and then you come out of it and you lose weight. And I was just like, why? Why? I hate the gym. Mm. I think it's really. I like how you described what you know
0: when you realized that you shouldn't be doing this and you had to leave your job in the city. Yeah, but also it's really interesting because it seems like it's very tied. What you're doing now is very tied into your experience from your past, and it's kind of like it seems like this is your responsibility
1: now. You know, actually, that's honestly how I feel because because, it. <laughs> because like, and I love the way you, that. It's to use my experiences and, like, what I've gone through and the platform that we, we have as UBU um, to empower the next generation, yeah. but also our peers. Yeah. Um, because if I turn around, and I've, I've had conversations with friends and been like, it's OK if you hate the job, especially men. Men have this pride. Yeah. Um, and not all men, of course. I'm not going to generalise, Um but the, the men I've spoken to are like, oh, no, 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 I've I've got to have this job and I'm the breadwinner. And you're like, no, like, you can leave your job if you want. Yeah. If, if you don't like it, you don't have to... You can come home and cry about it. That's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can leave your job if you want. You don't have to be tired, like... Yeah. It's it, But the, it goes both ways, right? You can empower... We Obviously, you want to empower girls and women.
0: Yeah.
1: And everyone in between. But you want to empower men, too, to yes. be able to... Yeah, Listen definitely. to their intuition. Yeah, of course. Listen to their inner voice to talk about their feelings to let it out. Like I'm a proponent. I do not see it as a weakness. I remember was it last year? Obviously, um, some TV program where um, a man cried and someone was like, oh, "Man up!" And you're like, "What does that even mean?" Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, like, it's, it's, no. Yeah, the idea of what it means.
0: To be a man or a woman, or yeah, you just don't know. Backwards, I think. But yeah,
1: it's like no, um, and uh, transgender too, like yeah, all of it exactly. Everyone, like everyone, is human. Stop, no.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I think it's so important, and it's it's becoming really big right now. Yeah. Like everyone's starting to talk about it. We've still got a long way to go. Yes. A long way yeah. um, and I think it's it starts here and I do feel like it's my responsibility yeah. Like I want to use what's happened to me so that it never happens to other children mm-hmm. again because if you can't play football in the playground at five and you're a girl yeah. playground yeah
0: and I, I, it's funny because it's kind of like I guess it needs to come from people who have been through it it seems like that you know I so think somehow
1: yeah and so, I think most of us have been through some sort of yeah, discrimination. I agree, I agree, At some level. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, at any level, you've got some discrimination. And I think it's important to, yeah. that you use your experience and you remain authentic. Yeah. Because it adds that authenticity. Yeah. You can't talk about this stuff and having not gone through it. And yeah. then again, that goes back to being detached.
0: Yeah. Then
1: you're not, you're not putting yourself in the work. And yeah. that's not...
0: Yes.
1: Do you know what? kids are amazing because they mm. either they they are yes. so emotionally aware yes and they know whether when like they're like just yeah. out of this world like just young true. kids if they don't like you they will know straight like mm. they just know what you're about they're really good at reading people yeah so if you're not authentic yeah they'll read you that's good though it's, It it's true though it probably like makes you even more <laughs> yeah exactly and you're like you know, interviewing them is amazing, yeah. but they can go rogue, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you've just got to let them yeah. go rogue. When they're just like, I just—they're amazing. Mm. And then you said,
0: like, you've been dealing with depression. Do you, is there anything that you've like that's
1: helped you? Anything particular that is really? Um, openly help- talking about it.
0: Yeah.
1: One, two. Books and podcasts. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that because I'm currently on a podcast. (laughs) But um, other podcasts, so like uh, The Guilty Feminist is great. Um, Bryony Gordon is great. Like listening to her and she goes through like depression and OCD. And that's quite nice to like be like, ah, I'm not the only one. Um, Other people have gone through it Um, and they're amazing. Um, And also just talking to family and friends and doing stuff that you love. Yeah. Even if you're having a crap day, A, let yourself have a crap day, but B, um, know that you're going to come out of this crap day and reach out. Like, even if it's... Some days you're like... When I was really, really um, not, like, didn't want to talk about it, fine. But I think it's reaching out to peer groups, your friends, some, you know, a friend that you haven't spoken to in years. And you know you know those friends that you haven't spoken to in years, and then you pick up the phone and it's like it was yesterday. Mm-mm-mm. That and sometimes a really good conversation, not even talking about your depre- like just talking, it, just helps. it helps. Or just going outside helps. I think that's where my nature love ca- like just being around nature. Like I was talking to one of my friends, and she was just like um, she's reading about a book around nature, and how we're supposed to be like we're, we're supposed to be on, out in the mm-hmm. open and being interacting with nature. We're not meant to be in an office inside with air conditioning, like we're meant to be outside, walking, breathing, um, uh, whatever it is, crawling, whatever, sitting, but we're meant to be outside. um, And just, or at least in contact with nature. That's why I've bought loads of plants for the house. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, so that that helped what? a lot um, like yeah. just getting something that you care about speaking to people and just reading up about yourself oh and journaling nice
0: it sounds like it's a lot of stuff that you just do on your own you're doing it for yourself you know like did you also see a
1: therapist yes yeah. yes and that? i was an anti-therapist person before this therapist oh, wow. i did not believe in therapy because i think and it's that's a also another stereotype i think a lot of people have yeah oh therapy is seen as a weakness yeah. oh yeah
0: and like and also just that's oh, not useful
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's like oh it's hippy dippy and you're like no it depends on the therapist like anything right it depends on the yeah. person that you're having a conversation with yeah. whether it's a good conversation or a not or, or not right. um this therapist changed my life she was amazing wow um and therapy helped a lot and I think that kind of was a catalyst to help give me a platform to go out and to speak to my friends about it my family Mm. like let go of the trauma it kind of helped that set off that cathartic process of like letting shit go and it's also okay if you don't completely let it go but at least you've got the kind of um mechanisms to deal with it is what I would say. Like that was the most empowering. Like a really good therapist will give you the tools so that you can go on and become self-sufficient and become your own therapist. That's that's what they want you wow. to do. They love want you that. to become their own th- your yeah. own therapist, and that's when it. That's when you need to like. I love that. Yeah. And then you did, and then you found right. Yeah, I'm just like. Sometimes, you know, you give your alter ego... Read the chimp... Oh, I've read the book Chimp Paradox. Oh, yeah,
0: i have heard about that. That's
1: amazing. That changed my life. So now, you know, I name... I name... You're soaking it in. Yeah, I'm soaking it in and I name, like, my inner chimp. Okay. You know? Um, And I do believe that. You know, when you get those bouts and we react emotionally before we think rationally. Yeah. Like, we just do. That's the way. (gasps) That's the way our bodies functioned. Yeah, Yeah, so... She's called Maria, if you want to know, <laughs> and she is just a little bit much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but Maria! I acknowledge her, and she's there, and it's fine. Um, but it's it's all of that stuff, like yeah. it's becoming your own therapist, listening, um, and being kind to yourself. And sometimes you will. Everyone has a down day, right? Yeah, and it's also not like letting that happen and just looking after yourself it's amazing we we go around looking after other people allowing yourself to let it happen yes and not feeling guilty yes so if i want to stay in and i just want to read a book all day and then you you know when you get fomo and you're like i should be out should be doing this and Mm. doing this no yeah just Just because sometimes i get that i listen to this on oprah's soulful sundays soulful sessions yes and i was like oh my god i get this You know when the sun comes out, I get anxiety, because I'm like, I should be out, I should be doing this, oh my god, I'm wasting the day, it's sun, it's and especially in England, it's never bloody sunny, so you're like, I need to maximise the day, I need to be out, I need to be doing this, and you're like... Hold up. Hold up. Do you know what, I'm not feeling it, and I'm feeling a barbecue for one in my oven. Yeah, listen to your body. And I want to just read yeah. a book. I don't want to go outside. Yeah. I can't be bothered. Yeah. Because it's annoying to go to the park when you set up your picnic and then the dog licks the hummus and then you can't use the hummus anymore. And then a frisbee <laughs> gets chucked in your face. And, and you're tired. And you just don't want to be outside or around anyone. Do yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Just don't want to be around it's anyone. It's, not, it's okay. Yeah. But it's that. Yeah. So, yeah, now I'm just like... 100%. No, I just wanna. I want to Netflix and chill. I want to watch the uh, documentary on RBG. I want to watch Ruth Bader Ginsburg doing her exercises and just smashing it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, reading and reading about women that you, or men, or anyone that you love and yeah. admire. Yeah. Reading their autobiographies. Reading. Their books you gave me that Oprah Winfrey book and I loved that that changed do you remember after yeah, yeah, South yeah, Africa yeah. love it <laughs> and that touched me because you were like this reminded me of you oh wow and I was a bit like Ugh. and then you gave me that book and I was like oh my goodness yeah It's, it's yeah she's good eh hey? yeah and I was like and it, it could be a small gesture that you do to, with with a friend yeah. right and it just you never you don't realise but it impacts them yeah crazy
0: because I, I remember reading
1: that and I was like huh? Oh, just centred like It's crazy, like, words affect, like, they can inspire you. Yes. And I, for me, it's people's stories. Yeah. Knowing about their experiences. I love talking to people. Same. On holiday, wherever, on the street. So true. Because I want to learn about their stories. So true. Because everyone has a story.
0: Yeah. And
1: everyone has, you know, something that they want, that that they want to share. Like, we all want to share our stories. We all We're all just bits of stories mm. put together. So true. It's what, it's what I am today. Yeah, man. I mean, my story this morning was on the Bakerloo line for 50 minutes, wasn't it? <laughs> but it was worth it to come and see you, of course. <laughs> it was worth it to share your story. I mean, it's worth it to be with you <laughs> and to end this, ambiance. the um, So, yeah. Amazing. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you this question now. Go on. I'm ready. What does freedom mean to you? Freedom.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that is a big question. It's a big one. Did you ask Josh this? I'm, I'm, I, I might have. I've asked a few, not everyone knows. But... What is freedom to me?
0: Yeah, take your time. Ah.
1: Uh, freedom to me links back to all the constraints that we put on ourselves and letting all of those go and and also being liberated enough and love yourself enough to do that so what i mean by that is that is that clear mm-hmm. or shall i be clearer go in <laughs> i think what i mean by that is like from day dot you are you are born and then all of these like constraints or what expectations are put on you, and then every day it builds, it builds, it builds, until present day. You're like, ah, uh, you either go with it and you conform and you try and live up to all those expectations, and then don't make anyone happy, least of all yourself, or you um, acknowledge those expectations but really listen to yourself and what you want. Mm-hmm. And and freedom, freedom is having the liberation to listen to yourself. Come and putting those constraints aside and following your true version of happiness, mm-hmm. whatever that is for yourself mm-hmm. and, and listening and becoming your authentic self. So like whatever it is, like this is now my authentic self. Mm. I'm I'm not the person that likes mm. to wear heels in the office. I hate heels I've got my Adidas, I mean, this isn't a plug for Adidas, but I've got my, you know, my little trainers on. And that is me, that's my authentic me. That doesn't make me less professional, yeah. less intelligent, yeah. less um, ambitious, and it's that. Like, having the freedom to be like, what is it, like, what do I care about? Yeah. like, yes. And listening to yourself and being your authentic self. Love it. And Beyonce said it, do you know when um, she was like, my, uh, what does he say in the video? Uh. Um, And she's like, what is your goal in life or something? Do you remember? And she's like, "Uh, what is the purpose of life or something? And it's like, the goal in life is to be happy. My goal in life is to be happy. It's that, like, it all links, right? If you're your authentic self, you listen to your gut and listen to yourself, it kind of leads to your authentic, happy self.
0: Yeah.
1: That's freedom. Love it. Like, not thinking about society and when they're like... You know, I went home the other day and it's like, oh, you're getting a little bit podgy and you're like, oh, open that custard pie and eat it. That's <laughs> what I did. Love Get it. that extra samosa in your hand. I did.
0: Love
1: it. Like that's just be yourself. Yeah, man. I love samosas. <laughs> I love so samosas. So dry. Oh my god. Vegetables, vegetarian samosas, they're better than the meat and samosas. <laughs> that's when you know that's when you, <gasps> I could legit be vegetarian on Indian food uh, yeah of course Indian food's like, great uh, especially for um, so I would say that's, mm-hmm. that's freedom like just being your authentic self and Lizzo says it perfectly if I shine everybody gonna shine yeah man that so it's else it's, that. <laughs> it's that it's like you gotta you gotta shine and then everybody like you'll naturally attract like minded people You'd naturally attract the like-minded communities and have those like genuine conversations. You'll naturally be in presence of those people because they'll yeah. be drawn to you. Yeah, man. You'll be drawn to those communities. Mm. So that's what I would say. That was a long-winded answer, but, you know. That's
0: really good, though. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for sharing your story. Do you have any final words for people who are, who are also going through similar things that you've been through, really?
1: Yeah, if you're having a down day or if I would say, like, if you're having a shit time or um, uh, oh, I shouldn't swear, if you're having a awful time or like you're feeling down, like, remember, there's a community out there mm. and reach out to that community, whatever that community is for you. It, the community could be one person, right? I love that. Like, uh, and I hate, you know, there's always a thing about like having loads of friends and all of that. And another thing that we put expectations on don't like find your own community the community might be yourself in your bedroom where you're doing your dj set and you're giving yourself time but find out what that community is who that is and reach out because you're not on your own like the more i speak to people or communities or whoever it is the more i realize every like not everyone but people are going through similar things or if they're not they know someone Mm. or they've been through it like we just need to connect more. Mm,
0: mm, mm. And that's
1: it. Like, Love it, that. Even on a Sunday, if you're, if you're like, not today. I don't want to connect with anyone today. Maybe the next day. Maybe go and speak to, I don't know, whoever. Mm. But reach out to your community. And you get to define who your community is. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay.